as you go about your day-to-day -day out there in the world, you might pass former friends or people you used to know but haven't been talking to in a long while. Maybe somewhere around the corner in a random coffee shop, there is someone you used to hang out with in elementary school and you will never know it. And then the people who you do spend a lot of time with, good friends, family members, often you only spend a few minutes to a few hours with them before you bounce off to do other things. Now, the only thing you really have, moment after moment after moment, is your mind. So why not try to become good friends with it? There is this interesting and very important idea that trying to make friends with our own minds can serve us in so many ways. You are talking to yourself all the time. This voice in your mind is constantly telling you things. Good things, bad things, should you do this, should you do that, is this wrong, is this right? We're constantly narrating our own experience. You probably recognize this when you're walking down the street and you're telling yourself, hmm, that looks like a nice dog, or that's a pretty building, or wow, the sun is shining and it's so pretty. You're constantly narrating your experience and it's as if you have this second part which is always there and sometimes it's choosing opposing sides and it fights against maybe your intuition, your gut feelings or it fights against what you think is right or what you think is wrong or it judges you intensely, critically, harshly, all the time. So the only thing that is really always with you is your mind. Now if you can learn to make friends with it, I think this is a relationship you will forever benefit from. If you can really cultivate a healthy relationship with your own mind, you will see that the amount of suffering you experience will drastically reduce. Now, how do you go about making your mind a good friend? I think you do that by treating it with respect, by treating it with dignity, by validating it, by accepting it, by not judging it. If your inner critic is judging you, you can make friends with it and you can say, hey, I know that you're judging right now, I can see that. There is other ways to gain my attention because the only thing that your inner critic really is really trying to accomplish here is to get your attention, for you to pay attention to it. And a great way to do that is by casting harsh criticism because we as humans are naturally more prone to negative 
feedback, to negative thoughts, to negative circumstances, because these signal danger, these signal threat. So threat is a potential harm to our existence, to our survival, right? So that's why we tend to pay more attention to the negative things than the positive things, because danger that threatens our survival is How would I say? If it kills you, it means that you will not be there to continue your existence. So the risk of missing negative feedback is the payoff is a lot larger. The risk is a lot larger because your life is on the line, right? So your mind, your inner critic, just wants your attention. So instead of fighting it, which it very much likes. Try to make friends with it. Try to imagine it being one of your good friends, trying to get your attention. And they're doing it in the wrong ways. How would you deal with that situation? If it's a really good friend, you can honestly tell them, hey, you can just let me know that you would like me to pay some more attention to you. Or you can just let me know that you would like me to help you with that, instead of going about it in indirect ways. This is basically what your inner critic is trying to accomplish. So once you understand that, you can start to treat it with a different attitude. And you can make friends with fear is there to warn you. It's not there to prevent you. It's not there to put you in a position where you feel stuck, hopeless, powerless. No. Fear can be a very empowering emotion. Because it's just trying to warn you. But you can make friends with it. There is this very interesting idea that I read in the book called Big Magic. By the author of Eat, Pray, Love, I think. And she mentions that in the creative process, you will always be joined by fear. Going in uncharted territory is inherently scary. Why? Because as humans, when we were exploring the world, uncharted territory meant that we were not aware of the potential dangers that were residing there. So fear is a natural response to exploring new endeavors. It's intrinsically attached to the exploration. So once you understand that, fear will join you for the ride. You can assign the passenger seat to your fear and tell them, hey, fear, I know that you will join me anywhere I go. There is no way of separating you from this journey, but I will put you in the passenger seat and there is no way whatsoever I will ever put you in the driver's seat. You can Come along with me for the ride. You can shout, scream, sing, whatever you want, but you can't sit in the driver's seat. So don't allow your fear to sit in the driver's seat. Make friends with it. Make friends with all the uncomfortable emotions and thoughts that you are telling yourself in your mind. Make friends with your mind because it's the only thing you carry with you everywhere. And cultivating this relationship will prove 
to be one of the most important relationships you ever cultivate. Thank you for being here. I hope you learned something today. And as always, thanks for watching. I'll talk to you tomorrow.